You are listening to episode 16 of the Less Stress, More Fun podcast. Today's episode is Just Don't Quit, Okay? You are listening to the Less Stress, More Fun podcast. I'm your host, certified coach Lisa Schwaller. Each week, we talk about how you can rise above the stress of modern living so that you can focus your energy on what matters most. All right, let's get started. Why, hello, beautiful you. We are wrapping up January 2022. Isn't that amazing? How is your year starting? How was month one of 2022? This is the the podcast series that I'm doing on decision-making and follow-through. And did you know that most people have quit their New Year's resolutions by the second week of February? Ha! Huh, so much for follow-through. And let's think about what we know about our brains. Of course we've quit resolutions by the second week of February. Why? Well, remember, dopamine is the hormone that causes us to set beautiful, shiny goals. What do they call that? Shiny object syndrome. And it has us living in the future where we're going to be better and sexier and have all the money and we'll be able to eat everything and only exercise when we want to. Oh, dopamine, your promises are so attractive. But then in the everyday, the here and now, I think we're just trying to change too much too soon for the wrong reasons. If you're feeling encouraged with your goal, great. I hope you get a lot out of this because there might come a time where you're discouraged in your progress on your way to the goal. And so if you're listening to this and maybe maybe you're feeling a little discouraged or maybe you're noticing that your consistency is slipping or whatever it is, I want to talk to you about three things today. First, why consistent forward motion toward a goal is so challenging. Second, what to do when you want to keep going, but you also feel a really strong urge to just quit, okay? And number three, how to check your goal progress to recalibrate for success. Why is making progress all the way to the end of the goal challenging? Well, I did a little research. I love researching for the podcast, and I've linked to two articles in the show notes listing all kinds of reasons people don't reach their goals, and one of them's even titled, like, Why People Quit Too Early. I think they're all really interesting and valid reasons, and I hope you enjoy checking those articles out. And because, well, hey, this is our conversation, so I'm just going to share my observations from my personal and professional experience. To start with, I think people set goals so they can become a different person. You know, the lost weight, the process of losing weight isn't just to make a body weigh less in relation to gravity, but in a lot of times those goals have wrapped in it this belief that at the end of it, at that smaller weight, or if you're bulking up and putting on weight that at the end of that goal, that you're going to be better. It's not just about changing the container that your body's in, but it's, you know, that you're somehow going to be a different, better person. 
that you're going to have access to better resources, that you're going to feel better about yourself. But your butt can grow and shrink, but it doesn't really change your life. Not really. I mean, your butt can grow or shrink. And if you're still thinking the same way about yourself and you're still interpreting life in the same ways, you know, the the size on the clothes on the tag that is pressed up against your skin that no one else can see isn't really going to change the needle much in your life. And I think that's why people rebound. But what can change your life? Ooh, what would that be? What can change your life is the person you become as you're traveling the journey to change the size of your body container. Maybe you want to change how you treat yourself, how you relate to that person you see reflected back to yourself in the mirror, how you relate to food. Yes, if you work on those things, yes, your life can totally change and your butt will be a different size. Huh, imagine that. But I often think people start goals for the wrong reasons, to become a different person. And the second reason people face challenges is because they work to overhaul their life, not taking into account their life they already have. I saw something once where it was like, you the 12 areas of your life and you set a goal for the year for each one of those areas. Oh, oh my goodness. This, I, I used to be so attracted to that. Like, great. This is going to be the year where I come out of it a completely different personality and everything in my life changes. Woohoo. I'm totally on board with that. And now knowing what I know about humans and human minds and how how we change and how much headwind we're against when we go to make changes, that thought just, I'm just sitting, I'm literally sitting here pressing my fingers to my temples at just the overwhelming thought of it. I still like this analogy of the kid learning how to drive. And he, you know, he or she, you know, they show up the first day to driving school and the instructor says, awesome. Thank you for joining Driving 101. You will be competing in a NASCAR race today. What? That's just not fair to the new driver, right? Well, I think a lot of times part of the reason people quit on their goals is that they expect themselves to be at NASCAR level on day one of going to driving school. What do you do? What do you do when you both want to keep going and you have these really strong feelings that you want to quit or you're just finding it a real pain in the tushy to follow the process every day? Well, first, you need to get super honest with yourself about what's happening. Ask yourself questions like, why did I set the goal in the first place? And be gentle when you ask this. How much of a priority is this activity or this change when it comes to managing my everyday days and weeks and months? And again, be very like a scientist when you ask these questions, very gentle, very neutral, kind of like a coach would do. Stand back and say, now, why did I set this goal in the first place? And really be clear. Were you trying to get the outcome, maybe the change from A to B? 
Or did you have this like kind of personality overhaul tucked in? You're like, oh yeah, I just, I want to lose a little weight, but also I want to become disciplined and extroverted and I want to be great at saving money. And I mean, there, there could be a lot that you may have snuck in with that goal. Be honest with yourself. After you've had this mental coffee date with yourself to remember why you set the goal and taking a look at how it's going, very neutral, very like an observer. How are things going? Is this fitting into my life? Is it causing a lot of extra stress? Then take a look at the process and the plan that you've set up for yourself. Is your plan realistic, but hard to do? How to check your progress and recalibrate for success is really taking a look at the discomfort that you're feeling. Now, there's the discomfort of growing. My favorite example of this is when you start a workout program, lifting weights. You have sore muscles. But over time, your muscles adapt. I love to lift weights. And every once in a while, I'll rotate out the programs that I'm working on. And I know with one program, when I start it, I'm going to be in for a couple of days of needing to boost my hydration or my rest. And I know to expect the discomfort of taking my muscles there is going to take a little time for things to adapt. So just looking again, back in your like, <laughs> yes, quite your scientist mode. Is that what's happening for you? Or do you have set a plan that doesn't fit into your life without saying no to other commitments? Do you have too many things going on? Too many change initiatives? I know, I just went very corporate speak there. Again, that's that idea of do you have 12 goals going and they're all really significant and they all take five hours a week to do, the math just doesn't add up. Consider focusing down to a smaller goal and reset your plan accordingly. My personal preference is I like to have one primary area of focus at a time, and I am still learning the practice of breaking the goal down. Break it down, break it down, break it down. Make it small. Experiment. Do you want to do a three-day rotation? Three days working on something, and then you go to the next one and the next one. Maybe a two-week cycle would work better for you. What is actually going to support you integrating these changes into your life? Please, let me remind you, there is no goal police. There is no award for first place. There is no rush. Really, not really any rush in this life. You're a human being. You're here in experiencing this amazing life. There are commitments that you're making. When it comes to reaching a goal, you really have your whole life to figure out how to totally get it. Do you remember in the Lego movie when Batman was like, first try, he kept throwing this thing in the window and he kept missing. And then when he finally made it, he was like, first try. And and I love that. I use that all the time because it totally taps into the fact that you get to believe whatever you want. There's no rush. Unless you're in a life-threatening situation, take your time. And when in doubt, and again, I'm going to use a driving reference, slow down until the wheels in your vehicle can take traction on the road and then increase the speed as you're able. Today, we talked about 
three things. Why the consistent forward motion toward a goal is so challenging. What you can do to get in touch with yourself when you want to keep going, but you also feel the urge to quit. And then a couple of ideas for how to recalibrate for success. Are you in the discomfort of growth and do you need to adjust accordingly? I'm encouraging you, don't quit if you're still committed to your goal. You don't have to quit or be inconsistent and then make that mean that you always do this. I always do this. I never do that. You know, that always never thinking. Just look at it. Say, all right, what am, what does my recent experience teach me? What can I learn about this? And how can I adjust this to fit where I am today? Are you ready for some homework? It is time for your homework. This week, if you do feel an urge to reduce or even quit progress on a project, goal, or a decision that you've made, list out all the reasons that you're feeling resistance. All of the thoughts. I want you to grab a piece of paper or a Google Doc or talk it into an audio, tell a friend, whatever. Just get everything out of your mind. All of the thoughts of why it's hard is and why you want to quit or why you don't think it's going to work. Everything from the seemingly logical to the totally childlike or even whiny. Really allow yourself to go there. So I have a, a couple of characters in my mind and one of them, it's just, he's such a victim. He, they're these, they're these two, two older guys, kind of like the two guys in the peanut gallery on the Muppet show. And one of them's like, it's just, this isn't, this isn't fair. This shouldn't be going like this. This is just, I just, I don't see, this is just harder for me than it is for other people. And he's just very much in the victim mode. And his buddy is the guy who he wants to quit. He's the avoider. He wants to avoid following through. And he'll say, you know, you're right. It's too hard. Why don't we go for a walk? Or why don't we go do this? This guy's the master of distraction in my mind. Get it all out. Get all of those thoughts out of your head and where you can see them. And then again, step back into your scientist or your detective mode. Ooh, that's actually a fun idea. Imagine Sherlock Holmes is looking at this and see where there's truth in those complaints. Is there something you can learn from the complaints that your brain is offering you? Can you see from what you're telling yourself one or two small adjustments that you could make this week to refine your process? So that's your homework. Take a look at all that resistance, get it all out of you, and then stand back and observe like a scientist or a detective. Remember, you're a new driver on the way to this goal. Meet yourself where you're at and don't quit. I love this driving metaphor and I love the band Cake. I love cake, the band, more than the food item. And you know that song, The Distance? He's going the distance. He's going for speed. He's all alone, all alone, all alone in his time and need. I know I just totally, I, my apologies to Cake. Just, I, I've got the link in the show notes. You can go check out the video. But I love these lyrics and I'm going to paraphrase them for you. So you're racing, 
and pacing and plotting the course. You're fighting and biting and riding on your horse. You're going the distance. Oh, my friends, I love that you are dedicated to trying to adjust your life and to create new things and to evolve your self-concept. And it's a process. It's a process. It's a process that doesn't end. So marathon, you know, instead of a sprint. And remember, meet the new driver showing up to driver school and don't expect yourself to be like a race car driver right out the gate. All right. Until next time, keep going the distance. Thanks for listening. If you're enjoying what you're learning, I'd love to have you as a member of the Less Stress, More Fun community on Facebook. Join me there to continue the conversation from the podcast. Plus, you'll get access to things I share only with community members. I'll talk to you next week.